North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. You've tuned into the Dr. Lowe Show with naturopathic doctor, Dr. Lauren Noel, where you hear the best in natural medicine, nutrition, and mindset from the world's top doctors, authors, influencers, and Dr. Lowe herself. Trying just to pop a pill for a symptom? You've got the wrong exit. Seeking doable ways to live a happier, healthier life and have fun doing it? Welcome to the Dr. Lowe Show. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Dr. Low Radio. I'm saying morning because I'm recording this on a sunny San Diego morning, looking outside of my home office and just really grateful to be able to bring another show to you. I'm spinning a little bit from the weekend. I had the most incredible time at the Lewis Howes Greatness Mastermind with about 20 other business entrepreneurs, all pushing each other and brainstorming about how we can improve our businesses, be more successful and make a bigger impact. And I'm just really grateful and really excited for the things that I learned and what I'm going to be unraveling as time moves forward. But I'm going to be creating my first course and that scares me and it's very exciting. And I'll tell you more about it as I, as I get this thing unfolding, but it's going to be in the area of fertility. So I'll just say that for now, and then I will share more as I can, but I'm really excited about it because there's so much that I do with my patients at my office that I want to be able to create in a way that other people who are not coming in to see me as a patient can learn from it and can use some of this information at home. So that's what's coming. Now, relating to the topic of fertility is actually the topic for tonight, Hashimoto's. And Hashimoto's is an autoimmune thyroid condition that affects so much in a woman's body, including her fertility. And I'm excited to bring on my guests in just a moment. But of course, I want to give some love to my show sponsor, Organifi. They have my very favorite greens drink. And you better believe when I was there at this mastermind this weekend, I was having my greens, sharing it with the people in the group, making sure we're all getting our greens for our extra brain power. It's super easy. You put a scoop in some water, stir it up, drink it down, or you can use the travel packs and throw it in a little water bottle on the plane or at a seminar or wherever you are. And you're going to get your greens drink to give you that maximum nutrition, no matter what the circumstances. That's the thing is if you want to stay consistently healthy, you got to be ahead of those circumstances and be prepared. So if you want a greens drink that doesn't have that weird stevia taste, it actually tastes really good. It has a little bit of a minty flavor. You can put it in a smoothie. You can just drink it straight. You want to head over to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, enter Dr. Lowe at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your orders. That's D-R-L-O at checkout, and you'll get yourself hooked up. Without further ado, let's jump into the show. Oh, one real quick thing I forgot to mention is that this is actually a video interview as well as the audio. So if you want to see the video, head over to iTunes, Search Dr. Lowe Hashimoto's Protocol, and you will see this interview that I did with Isabella Wentz, and you can see our faces as well as hear the content. So let's jump into the show. 
Hey guys, so this is the first Dr. Lowe show video interview. Um, I just started to do the interview with my lovely friend Isabella Wentz and she just looks so beautiful and I was like, you know what, my hair is pretty, pretty done and my hair is, you know, my makeup's kind of done from last night so I think I'm going to do a video today. <laughs> but, but really like I really would love to be able to show you guys our faces and it's a little different than just audio so I want to do a lot more of this stuff. So thank you Isabella for being my first video guest and welcome to Dr. Lowe's show. It's great to have you back. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. I mean, you're so beautiful. It's like you need to be on camera all the time. Like, come on. Oh, stop, stop. Well, you keep going. You, I'm looking at your beautiful face on this, on this book cover. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, it's like glamour shot. So your, your, your book Hashimoto's protocol is crushing it. You just hit number one New York times bestseller. Holy crap. Did you even expect that would happen? I didn't. Um, I, you know, I just set out to change the world and change how thyroid disease was treated, change how Hashimoto's was treated. And I was like, people need to care about this condition. It affects so many of us, right? 27% yeah. of us. And so this is validation that I'm on the right track. We're on the right track. That change is starting to happen. People are ready to take back their lives. And I feel like, you know, New York Times and publishers and doctors and organizations around the world are going to start listening. Oh, I'm so excited. I love that. I was so happy when I saw that you hit the number one, because that just means so many people are going to know about this now. And, and it's such legit information that you're spreading. It's like, it's such a relief for me as a doctor to see that, you know, because then there's more patient awareness. There's more consumer change. Patients are asking and demanding for different options. So I just, I'm just so excited. I know this is going to have such a ripple effect and help so many people and, and really it's going to change healthcare. It is changing healthcare. I really hope so. And it's been just, um, it's been amazing just what's happened since the book hit the New York times where I've had organizations and media and all kinds of people that are all of a sudden interested in Hashimoto's, right? right. Where for the last few years, I'm like, I specialize in Hashimoto's and they're like, what's that? You know, like, well, that's good for you. Like you probably, you know, it probably affects like, 10 people a year or something right. where it's like so many people are affected and they're not getting the help that they need. And there are so many things that are done, like doctors like yourself that are actually helping people recover their health yeah. um, through a lot of the methods that I discuss in Hashimoto's protocol. Like the public needs to know about this. Like we yes. like, we need to get this information out there. It's like some of it is so easy, right? Right. It is. And, and I love that when someone reads this and they understand kind of what's going on deeper with Hashimoto's, you, they really get, it's more than just, you have this thyroid condition, take this pill. And that's how it's treated right now in our country, right? Yeah. Right now the treatment is, you know, it, it's frustrating because the first 10 years or so that somebody has Hashimoto's, they're not likely to get diagnosed. They'll have anxiety, panic attacks, palpitations, and um, they'll be gaining weight, they'll be tired, and, they're, and they may have fertility issues. Yeah. And their doctors will usually tell them, conventional doctors, not ones like yourself, that it's either in their head that they need a psychiatrist or that, you know, perhaps that, you know, maybe they're just tired or they're just getting older. I, I heard that when I was 25 um, and I was struggling with symptoms because they're not doing the right kind of testing. Yeah. And um, the testing, when it is finally done, when a person is diagnosed with the late stage of Hashimoto's, Usually they're just told to take synthetic thyroid hormones and um, those, those medications can very much help, but not everybody feels like themselves again after taking them. And I would venture to say that most people don't feel like themselves and that's one problem. But the other big problem is that there's still this underlying process going on in the body 
And the medications only cover up the symptoms, not the cause. Right. Yeah. And so they can feel better at first initially, maybe. But then after maybe a month or two or longer, then it's like, oh, I'm not feeling so good anymore. It's a really common thing that people will say. So that means there's more to it than just, just the thyroid levels. You got to get underneath that. So, so you know, I, you've been on the show before. We know a little bit of your story. But for people who are new to it, because obviously a lot more people are going to be hearing about it now, um, what brought you into this? I know you had your own experience of it. So what were the symptoms that you first had that had you think there might be something going on? Ah, you know, it's kind of hard to say because I I had symptoms for so many years. Um, And and I was, you know, I was, I'm a pharmacist by training. And so I was not interested in natural medicine. I was not interested in nutrition. I was like, give me more drugs. This is great. Right. Um, And I started having fatigue, like in my first year in undergrad, um, before I went to pharmacy school even. And I was just so tired all the time. And I was like, well, maybe I'll go to pharmacy school and I'll figure out what's wrong with me and I'll find out a pill that I could take. And then going through class and there's like hardly anything I can do other than to take amphetamines for my fatigue. And I was like, yeah, I don't know about that, that I don't feel comfortable with that. Um, and I would see doctors and there was really no answers for me other than I was depressed. Um, I was offered, um, provigil, um, amphetamine type medication. And, um, then I started getting irritable bowel syndrome and then I was given medications for that. When I started getting acid reflux, I got medications for that. I had um, carpal tunnel. So I got medications and arm braces, really sexy ones on both (laughs) arms, Um, panic attacks. And it was like, wow, I was in my 20s and I was taking all these medications and I was like still not feeling good, right? Yeah. And I didn't know what was wrong. Like really the acid reflux was the worst. I would wake up in the middle of the night coughing. I would be talking to clients or um, to my superiors at work, and I'd have to like run out of the room and vomit because of my cough. Um, And finally, I got the, I just kept going to doctors and getting tested and figured out that not all doctors were created equally once I had some experience. And at that point, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's. And um, I was like excited. (laughs) Right. Yes, I have something, right? Yep. So many of my patients have that same experience. They're like, oh, now I know there's a sense of relief. I'm not crazy. I'm not making it up. This is legit. This is real. The symptoms I have are real. Yeah. And that was kind of the first part of it. It was like, yes, I could take. Oh. Uh -oh. Yeah. I can. Okay. I'm back. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yes, I can take medications for this. This is perfect. And then the medications, I went from sleeping like 12 hours a night to like 11 hours in a night, a night. And that was a huge improvement, but (laughs) not quite where I wanted to be. Right. And then I also was like, well, but my body is attacking itself. Why am I not doing anything about that? And then, um, you know, the medications didn't do anything for the acid reflux, IBS, joint pain, panic attacks, right? I was like slightly less tired. And then I didn't have to wear two sweaters to work anymore, which was awesome (laughs) because I worked in Southern California. But (laughs) at the same time, it was like, this this is not quite cutting it for me. And that's when I essentially became a Hashimoto's expert slash human guinea pig was in an effort to get myself better. Yeah. Well, the part that's the most inspiring of your story is that you put it into something that people can use and it can really help them. I mean, you turned such a painful experience into something that's helping so many people. So I would love to hear if there's a a case or two that you can talk about of, of seeing people who have had improvements or reversing, you know, their, their symptoms. 
Wow. Um, so many cases. Let me think about, okay, I'll share. This is one of my favorite ones because um, it has Christmas in it. <laughs> of course. So um, I had this one lady that I was working with and she had multiple chemical sensitivities and she had joint pain and anxiety attacks and headaches and all kinds of like even depression. Um, and, and she was a tough case, right? And she had tried a lot of different things and I wasn't sure at first, like if I was going to be able to help her, but I wanted to try. And so I put her on my liver support protocol. And within a week, I got a message from her. And she was like, I'm at the mall with my kids for the first time, like going Christmas shopping, because I'm no longer sensitive to chemicals. You know, at the mall, they spray all those chemicals to make the, I guess, like, you yeah. know, Amber Crumbies and Yankee Candle stores smell appealing. Oh and she wasn't yeah. able to walk past those without like suffering before and having difficulty breathing and just really affecting her and following the liver support protocol, she was at the mall and had no issues with that. So the multiple chemical sensitivities resolved, her mood improved, her joint pains reduced. Um, she was no longer, you know, like headaches were gone. And then she, her thyroid antibodies, the next time we measured them, they started falling. Um, and this wow. was something that happened within a week. And we had to do a little bit more work. We had to work on her adrenals and her gut to get her, um, you know, to, to where we wanted to get her um, into remission. But at the same time, that was like such a great, like, first yes. step. Within and oh my it was gosh. It, as you said that, there is another patient. Hopefully my connection is strong enough, so let me know. But um, there is another patient I'm thinking of, and she, she had said, Dr. Lowe, my my husband said to me that this is our best Christmas we've ever had. That this is the Christmas where I seem like I was myself again. It was the happiest. We were able to really enjoy the holidays and they hadn't enjoyed the holidays for, for decade, probably a decade because she just was miserable. It, it's so hard when you're sick um, because it really consumes your life. You can't step up in the world that you want to step up. You can't be present. And, and I know this, from my experience where, um, you know, I, I love people and I love uh, being around people. And for a while when I was sick, I withdrew from all of my friends. It was like I was hiding out in my home um, and I didn't want to see anybody. And that, that's what um, another side effect of thyroid disease that many people are aware of, but it really makes us withdraw from the world. Mm -hmm. Yes. Cause you're not feeling like yourself. So you don't want to put your, a, a version of yourself out there that you don't feel like is a good version of yourself. So it makes a lot of sense. So, so, so people listening, maybe they're not even aware of what this is. So what, what, what the heck is going on? Like what's happening with this condition and, and why, why, why is it so common now? Cause it's, it's on the rise. It's really, really common. So when we do advanced diagnostic testing, so like besides the TSH test, we're looking at 27% of the population in the United States, which is crazy. Um, Cause that's like one in four people. And so what we're, and majority of them don't know that they have it. Um, so what it is, is basically is the immune system has recognized the thyroid gland as a foreign invader and launches an attack against the thyroid gland. Eventually, this results in hypothyroidism, where the thyroid gland is so damaged that it can no longer produce its own thyroid hormones. Mm -hmm. And so this is the advanced stage of the condition. This is stage four. Um, and there are, you know, and at that point is when most patients will get diagnosed and they'll get the medications. In stage two and three, when the attack is just starting, they're going to have symptoms and they're going to have antibodies against their thyroid that can be measured in the blood, but 
um, a lot of times they're not going to be getting the proper diagnosis. They might get told that they're depressed or have IBS or infertile, all kinds of things um, that are related to basically the thyroid gland slowing down um, our own, our, our function. So, so we see symptoms like hair loss, weight gain, fatigue, um, panic attacks. I'm I'm sure, you know, you have, whenever you see that in your clients and patients, you think of thyroid, right? For sure. It's definitely one of the main ones that I think of and dry skin, constipation. It's like whenever anyone says I can't lose weight and if I don't drink coffee, I don't poop every day. That's usually I'm like, okay, we're definitely, I mean, I check, I check Hashimoto's on everybody, including men, every single person that walks through my door gets checked from the very beginning because it's common, even in men, sometimes I'm seeing it. And, and, you know, and it should be done that way. I would really love to advocate for every woman of childbearing age to have her thyroid tested and not just the TSH, but also Hashimoto's antibodies, because that can impact fertility and pregnancy, um, miscarriage, it can even lead to developmental disabilities. And so for every man that's diagnosed, there are five to eight women. But, you know, I'm, I, I have clients that are men as well. And there's so many men and children that are also diagnosed. And it, it just, oftentimes it gets missed. Um, I don't know if you've seen this, but in, in men, sometimes it can be a little bit different where they, they may not be talking about the, the fatigue or the weight gain. Usually it might be like um, they can't grow a beard or they have libido problems. Have, have yeah. you seen that? In yes, definitely. Sure. Or if a man is, is cold, usually men are pretty warm. So mm-hmm. if they run on the cold side, I'm definitely checking for that. Yeah. It's kind of funny because for, for women, a lot of times what brings them in is hair. Yeah. Is if you're losing hair, that's like, you know, um, especially young women, you know, something's wrong if, if your hair is falling out. Right. Right. Yeah, it's true. And it's, it's actually a big concern. It's, it's a lot more common than people would think of because women don't tend to talk about it, but they do come mm-hmm. in the office quite a bit. Um, so I'm curious because for me, just personally, my, my mother has Hashimoto's and I don't, but I do have hypothyroidism, which I'm, I'm supporting it. I, I, I use compounded medicine. So I'd be curious, you know, what are things that I could do to prevent that from happening for myself? Yeah. So, um, prevention is, is kind of an exciting thing to talk about. And so we know that there are five stages of Hashimoto's. The first one is the genetic predisposition. So mm-hmm. chances are if your mom has it, you're, you're already in stage one. Right. For all intents and purposes, you don't have the attack on your thyroid gland, and you may have normal thyroid function, but the, the things that are going to help you with prevention are going to be really t- taking care of yourself and putting your body in a sense um, where it feels safe. And so what I mean by that is making sure you're nourishing it really good foods, um, doing things like mindfulness and meditation, so for prevention of um, really reacting to stressful events. So a big percentage of people will say their onset of Hashimoto's was preceded by a really stressful situation. So something like yeah. 65 to 70% of people. And so um, handling that stress is crucial. Selenium, uh, making sure that you are sufficient in micronutrients, um, especially selenium, this is a really, really big one, is going to be helpful for prevention of, of Hashimoto's and thyroid disease as well. Um, some other kind of things to think about are going to be postpartum. So if you're going to, um, if you're going to ha- start a family and have yeah. um, babies, it's really in- important to you, for you to really baby yourself <laughs> pre-pregnancy planning and during pregnancy and postpartum, because that's a really big time when women can develop um, thyroid disease. And some yeah. of that could be because of the nutrient deficiencies that um, can follow 
um, after a woman gives birth. So actually selenium taken during, during pregnancy can be preventative Great. for, for Hashimoto's postpartum. So there's, wow. um, I actually, I actually have a blog post on this. I think I have like 22 ways or something to prevent Hashimoto's. Um, awesome. for anybody that wants to check it out on thyroid pharmacists. Heck yeah. So, so you guys create, thank you for that. That's super helpful. And, um, it's always a good reminder of how I handle stress. You know, I'm, I'm working with a doctor myself because we all need, we all need doctors for ourselves. Even doctors need doctors. And one of her key things she says is create pause between responsibilities. You know, let yourself have a little bit of transition, you know, overbook stuff. And so I'm, I'm learning that. <laughs> I love that. And, and yeah, that's such an important point because um, a lot of people I know that are listening are probably do-it-yourselfers and I'm a do-it-yourselfer. I, I think you are too. And, and then we help other people. But at the same time for yourself, it's always important to have someone objective, right? Yeah. So somebody that like doesn't see or, you know, that sees past your blind spots because I know like I work with other people as well that can help me with um, managing my stress and whatnot because yeah. I might have this, these perceptions or blind spots that, that, that I will miss, but for another person, it might be really, really obvious. So that's why totally. I always encourage people to work with, um, with a knowledgeable practitioner. Totally. Absolutely. Especially with something like with, with working for um, healing up Hashimoto's, it's really helpful to have that support. So um, yeah, so let's, I, I love your book. It's amazing. You have put so much time and effort into it. Oh my gosh. So what are some things you're excited about in the book that you want people to really know about? You know, I'm really excited about the fundamental protocols. Um, when I first started working with people, I found um, there were just some of these people that were really sensitive to everything, right? Yeah. And I wanted to figure out how to get them to feel better despite what their root causes and triggers might have been. And so I came up with the fundamentals, which were supporting the liver, adrenals, and gut. And it just it was really phenomenal, the results that we got from that. I remember um, with the liver support protocol, we saw about 65% of people feeling better within a week or so Amazing. after implementing that protocol. And some of them had been struggling for, you know, two, five, sometimes 10 years and trying all these other things on their own. So I'm excited for people to try these things as they work with their practitioners or, um, or just even if they can't find somebody just figuring out how to support their body properly. And, and, um, and like, really, I'm excited about the success stories that are going to come out. Um, Heck yeah. we have, we've had new moms. Like I remember one woman, um, and she actually went through my program when I first developed it when I was testing it in people. Um, and through the program, she had one consultation with me and, um, was doing it on her own. So the steps that are in the book, she was doing, following them on her own. And she had a consult with me, right? And I was like really excited to talk to her. And I went through her intake form. She had like 12 different things going on. So she had irritable bowel syndrome, depression, eczema, um, anxiety. She had um, fertility issues. She was sleeping like 14 hours a night. She had, wow. um, you know, psoriasis, um, gut issues and I was just like, it was, it was a lot of things. And I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to her. And I always focus just on three things with people during the initial consoles. Cause it can get overwhelming to focus on totally. all 14 things. Um, and I was got ready for her consult, but then she rescheduled it. And I was like, okay. So then she kept rescheduling. And finally, um, at, after three months, I was like, okay, um, finally got a chance to talk to her, but she had the same intake form. And I was like, 
all right, so um, what do you want to focus on? Yeah. We could focus on three things today. And she's like, oh, you know, actually my irritable bowel syndrome's gone. My panic attacks are gone. My <laughs> eczema's gone. My psoriasis. And I was like, oh, like, well, like this is like pretty much everything on the list that checked <laughs> off. Um, and she did it on her own, right? Wow. It was, it was changing her nutrition and taking some supplements. And she's like, you know, I really, um, now that I have my energy back, um, I really want to talk about planning, having a family. I just never thought it'd be possible for me to be a mother, but, um, you know, what can I do? Like, what kind of prenatal vitamins do you recommend? Where should I have my levels? And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. And it's just amazing what people can do when they find out the right information Mm -hmm. on how they can take charge of their own health. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so, that's so inspiring. Yeah. So there's so many ways we can go with this. We could talk about a lot of things about Hashimoto's. What do you feel like are the most important that, that you want to really drive home for people? You know, I think um, one thing that I've been thinking about a lot is there's different triggers and root causes in Hashimoto's. And so we typically see food sensitivities, nutrient deficiencies, yeah. stress, toxins, infections, and then gut issues, right? And what does that all have in common? And I kept thinking about it as like, how do these things all create Hashimoto's within the body? Um, I started to think about, you know, the, from an adaptive physiology standpoint, how is this protective? Like adaptive physiology, I know, I know you know what that is, but in case the listeners don't, it's, it's basically one of these theories that, that, has, that helps us understand why we develop certain diseases. And, it, and a lot of times it's because um, they've served some sort of a, a protective benefit in our evolutionary times. And so um, with Hashimoto's, the big thing that it can help us do and how it can be protective is it can slow us down, right? So it could slow down our metabolism and that can help us survive a famine or a cold winter or a war um, when there's not enough food around. It slows down our energy. So like, let's say if there was danger outside, we'd be hiding within our caves and we'd be withdrawn. Um, and actually, it's interesting, but bears, when they're hibernating, they actually have lower, lower levels of thyroid hormones, right? That's crazy. Um, How cool is that? Yeah, and that's crazy. And then there's all kinds of like really crazy statistics with... Um, Prisoners of war um, generally have lower levels of thyroid hormones, and this could be um, this can help their survival because of you know stonewalling and being withdrawn actually helps to survive when you're a prisoner of war. People who have had sexual abuse, physical abuse, um, they have higher rates of thyroid disorders. And it's um, when you think about this whole thing, it's like um, basically our thyroid gland um, is is not just a thyroid gland; it's an environmental sensing gland. And it can sense when our environment is unsafe and it, and then can slow us down to help us survive. Um, and this is, there's actually studies that show that the thyroid releases danger associated molecular proteins um, and then sends out these signals when it senses danger, which, wow. which is just bizarre and crazy to me, but, um, but it makes a lot of sense. And so whatever really sends this, danger signal to our bodies, whether that's um, because we have an infection or because we're under a lot of stress or because we have toxins or even um, inflammatory foods, they're not enough nutrients. Basically, our body gets the message that we're not safe. And so the really the big way and path of restoring um, health in the body 
with thyroid disease is, is going to be through sending safety signals. So basically, how do you convince your body that you are safe? And, and you do it through feeding it nutritious foods. You do it by getting enough sleep. So, you know, it doesn't think it's being chased by bears. And really, like, self-care is at the core yeah. of, of letting your body know that, it, that it's safe. And it's Dang. I just love how this brings in the fact that it's not like our thyroid is damaged. It's that it's doing this to be really smart. So having that, because I find a lot of my patients with, with Hashimoto's are really hard on themselves and, um, and kind of see their, themselves like they're broken or that their thyroid is broken or something. And there's like a shame that comes with it, but actually really shifting that to where, okay, my body's doing this to protect me, to reserve my, my energy, to reserve my resources. And it's doing it because it's really smart. So it's doing it to, to protect me. So I think that it really does help to reframe the way that the, the, it feels in the body for that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just, I think the conventional medical approach is very masculine to treating thyroid disease. So you either suppress it, you burn it, you cut it out, you radiate it, right? Or you medicate it. Right. And that's, that's kind of the approach where you see the thyroid as an foreign invader, as a, oh, an enemy and, and, you know, and, and even some patients will take on that mentality and they'll become thyroid warriors. Right. And it's like, you know, when you're a warrior, you're fighting, like when you have autoimmune disease and you're a warrior against your autoimmune disease, you're basically fighting yourself. Right. And so it's like figuring out like what message is your thyroid gland and your body trying to send you? Um, you know, for me, the big message was um, the way that my body talks to me is through acid reflux. And so um, the mm -hmm. acid reflux was the symptom that told me that I had food sensitivities to gluten and dairy. Once I got off of those foods within three days, the acid reflux was gone and my thyroid condition started improving. And it's like, um, you know, just really appreciating that our body has evolved or whatever been designed, whatever you choose to believe to actually help us survive. And it's always working for you, not against you. So you've done a lot of work to heal your body. What do you, what are some habits and things that, that really help to keep it together for you? What do you do? Your, your daily, you know, routine or you know, I mean, things that come second nature to you, but tend to help keep you in balance. You're going to laugh at this. Um, so one of the things that I do is every morning I start my morning with a foot soak. Um, <laughs> and so um, soaking my feet actually helps to start circulation within my body and helps to warm me up. And then sets like positive intentions to be relaxed throughout the day. Wow, that's cool. Do you do warm water? Okay. Hot water. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes if I don't have a basin, I might sit on my sink. So every now and then, um, my husband and I will travel somewhere and he'll find me like on the sink in a hotel room. Um, it, it looks quite silly, but it's, it's one of these things that helps me to get into a good relaxing flow first thing in the morning where it helps my circulation. It, it actually helps to create more warmth in my body. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, I love it's it. a great, great and little ritual of it. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing. And another thing is getting enough sleep. Mm -hmm. um, so sleep for people with thyroid disease is like sleep and stress are like the two big things that can make a person feel worse um, or better. So it can make or break you. So I try to make sure that I give myself an opportunity to sleep enough. And um, I try to listen to my body when I'm tired. Um, I try to go to sleep early or I try to take a nap. Yeah. Um, and really for most people, that's like one of the biggest healing things they can do. Totally. Yeah. And what about your diet? What kind of diet do you tend to eat for the most part? 
I eat pretty clean. So mm -hmm. generally for people with Hashimoto's, I recommend gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free um, as a starting point. And then we may go through and get to a stricter plan like the autoimmune paleo protocol if they need it. And um, a lot of times people really benefit from the autoimmune paleo protocol. Um, when I'm at home, I, pr I primarily eat, um, eat paleo. Mm -hmm. And um, if I go out, I might eat, you know, other kinds of grains and things, things like that or rice. Yeah. Uh, but generally I'm, I'm always eating gluten-free and dairy-free. Yeah. Um, a big part of maintaining health for me. Mm -hmm. I, um, when I was writing this book, Hashimoto's Protocol, I actually started, um, I wasn't sleeping as well. And I wasn't as, um, you know, I, I was actually having some dairy on accident and I actually started to have um, carpal tunnel again and, and okay. it was a stressful time. So I had to get back on track. So it's, it's something that, you know, you have to feel into for your body. Mm -hmm. And um, with, 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 for example, when you're under more stress, you're also going to have to be tighter with your diet and tighter with your sleep schedule. So there's, there's ways you always want to stay in balance. Um, and, and this has been something that I've always done where, um, you know, like, for example, if I were to be under no stress and um, get plenty of sleep, I would be able to tolerate butter. But with um, a looming deadline of a book, I had to go strict and even get rid of butter. Got it. Uh, to make sure that I maintain my health. It, I hope that makes sense. I know it was a, a long minute no, about perfect. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And it's, it's, I think, one thing that I heard you say is just that when you're going through stressful times, that's when you want to practice more of the self-care stuff. So Absolutely. I interviewed, interviewed JJ Virgin recently about her book, Miracle Mindset. And she's, I mean, the book is amazing. So inspiring. Love it. She was going through all that stress with when her son got hit by that car, she, she had to really up her self-care game, you know? And, and so that's just a message for all of us that when we're stressed out, the first thing we want to do is just you know, like eat crap sometimes. Right. So, but that's when we really get to, you know, focus on our sleep, that self-care and setting those boundaries to, to do what you got to do for yourself and taking time to relax. Yeah. Relaxing is big. And I, I try to find time to do, um, deep breathing and then yoga or doing, um, sitting in a sauna or doing a hot bath. I also really like I, the muse, um, okay. the muse headband. Have you heard of that? No. Tell me about it. It's one of these little headbands that you could put on your head and it helps you meditate. Um, wow. So it's really great. It senses your brain waves and kind of puts you in a, in a calming state. And I found that just doing that three, three minutes a day helped me so much to get through any kind of stressful situation. And it's just amazing because like the self-care doesn't have to take four hours a day, right? It could just be making a little, carving a little bit of time for yourself and you'll feel significantly better. Yeah, totally. So good. Let's see. Is there anything that, that we haven't touched on that you really want to, to talk about? Um, we kind of flew through a lot of stuff. Yeah, this has been so much fun. I, I think, well, um, I'll tell you a little bit more about the Hashimoto's protocol. So yes. the way that and why I decided to write it, it was basically because of my, my clients and readers who were like, I really loved your first book. I really love digging for my health. But I want something like that's like protocol based, like tell me exactly what I need to do. And yes. so the protocol has that where it has like the fundamentals of healing. So the liver, adrenals and gut. And so these are self-care strategies that people can do on their own. So they go through um, how to support your liver. So we're doing that with foods. We're doing that with um, 
with sweating, we're doing that with cutting out things from our environment. So getting a reverse osmosis fluoride filter, um, getting rid of the triclosan containing personal care products and sort of cleaning up our day-to-day life. And we see results with that in two weeks. Then we focus on adrenal protocol, which is basically stress reduction, sleeping more, making sure that you're that you're taking um, nutrients, vitamins, and adaptogens to support your adrenals. Then we do um, another protocol with the gut that focuses again on nutrition and um, and on some helpful supplements. And um, so this is a 90-day protocol that will help most people feel better. And the, the third part of the book is focused on figuring out what your specific root causes or triggers may be. And so this goes through an assessment to help you determine like what's still a factor for you. Like we've gone through the fundamentals and um, you know, there's things that help everybody, but what is specific to you? So, so do you have a history of, you know, chronic um, of, of trauma and like, how do we resolve that? Do you have a history of gut infections and how do we test and, and resolve those? And so the advanced protocols are um, in that third part of the book, and they go through the things that you may still want to do for like the 20% of people who don't meet their health goals with the fundamentals um, and how to work with your doctor on that. So we go through optimizing thyroid hormone levels. We go through um, infections, stress, addressing nutrition, kind of tailoring it more. So it's more, um, it it, it sort of um, serves a way for you to understand how to work with your doctor once yeah. you go through all the self-care strategies. And so it's a great uh, option for doctors to read too, right? A good book for them as well. I think so. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be really, really great for doctors to have just because I have information in there from all the clients that I've worked with and all the different surveys I've done and you know all the stuff that I've put together and what's worked, what hasn't worked for people with, um, with Hashimoto's. And so, for example, I'll have... Um, treatment protocols for H. pylori, where I'll have a, um, what's the drug treatment for that? What's the herbal treatment for that? And what's a supportive treatment that you could recommend? And so these are um, tried and tested protocols that clinicians can use on their own if they're, um, if they're looking for, for some, you know, some cookbook (laughs) protocols for themselves that they they could use. Well, making it easier for us docs is always warmly welcomed because we're so busy and we're trying to help people, but there's just so much going on sometimes. So, so to have it really, um, you know, laid out is super helpful, especially for conventionally trained doctors who this is a, a new world for them. Totally. It's like, you know, they know that there are root causes and they know that they're like, they might even know how to test for them, but then it's like, okay, so right. we've got a, we've got a parasite. Now what do we do about yeah. it? What the heck do we do now? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. um, so I know um, this was going to help a lot of people to get on the same page and to to start seeing some success stories because I, I know it can be frustrating as a practitioner when I first started working with um, herbs and functional medicine. It was like it was very much kind of like oh wow, like this is overwhelming yeah. and like what 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 works because there's so many different options out there, right? Totally. Well, that's the cool thing. You worked with thousands of people, so you know it's working. So you guys put together a documentary. Tell us about that. Wow. So this was another really big passion project in 2016. I traveled the country and I recorded with over a hundred experts and 60 patients who were on various levels of their health journeys, all people about all about thyroid disease. So we talked about Hashimoto's, Graves disease, thyroid cancer, thyroid nodules, postpartum thyroid issues, and, um, you know, like shared stories and protocols and 
some of the information behind how you can take back your health. Um, really, this was a big project to raise awareness. Um, I, like I know I love writing books and blogs, but I know for some people, especially when they have brain fog, it's a bit challenging. So I wanted yeah. to create something they could watch and almost like a soap opera that they could tune into and yeah. just have in front of them to to take them on a journey of this is what's going on in thyroid disease and this is how you can recover. Yeah, it was um quite quite an amazing experience. I learned so much. I learned so much from the experts and, and the courageous patients that were in the series. I was so great. Um, yeah. And a lot of my patients too. talked about it at the time when you launched it. They were like, I'm watching this. Have you heard of the thyroid secret? I was like, yeah, I totally have heard of it. That's my friend. She's putting together this awesome documentary. And a lot of them it was very emotional for them because they finally really felt like they connected with people who were, who were going through the same stuff that they were going through. And just to know that they weren't alone in it was, was really therapeutic for them. You know, I really love to hear that because it it can feel, it can feel so alone. I know when I was first diagnosed, I was 27. None of my friends had it. My coworkers didn't have it. I didn't know anybody with the condition and I didn't know it was normal. I didn't know it. Like there were things that I was going through where I just was like, am I, am I crazy? Am I losing it? Like, and should I be feeling this way? Like, and, and, you know, everybody around you is like, but you don't look sick. Um, and on the inside, you feel like death, right? And it, yeah. it's just very, very frustrating and challenging to have the condition um, to have an invisible illness, right? Where people just don't really understand what you're going through. So I'm really glad to hear that. And was definitely um, a big, big thing I wanted to do is give people some validation and understanding because I yeah. feel like that's the first step is giving yourself that self compassion. Um, and understanding what you're going through, like that, that is tremendously healing in its own, right? Absolutely. hundred percent. Well, girl, I am just so in awe of what you've created, the people you're helping. It's so inspiring that you took this painful experience and turned it into something that is helping, I mean, thousands, millions really of people. So, I mean, and, and our healthcare system needs this so badly right now. So just, you know, really want to acknowledge you for, for doing the work. Thank you so much for saying that. That means um, so much coming from you because I adore you and I admire you and, um, you know, just think the world of you and the work that you're doing in the world. So thank you so much for saying that. Yeah, of course. So the, 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 the documentary is The Thyroid Secret. The book is Hashimoto's Protocol. So you guys can check it out in, you know, Amazon and, and all the major bookstores. And, um, and if you were, so we can magically put a pair of headphones on everyone in the world who has Hashimoto's. What would you want to say to each of those people? You know, I, I just want to let them know to be kind to themselves and for them to know that this is something that, that they can recover from, that as long as they get to know their condition and get to understand it, they can actually come out feeling much, much better even when they were diagnosed and having a better life than before they were diagnosed because it, it can be it, it can be um, it can be something that actually teaches you how to live a better life, and it, it may sound hard to believe that at first. But um, having an illness like this can really awaken different parts of you and make you um, more present to your truth and more present to who um, you're meant to be in the world. And um, and definitely, you know, you can eliminate all the symptoms. You can feel beautiful, fit, strong, and calm once more. So. Um, I just hope that you give yourself enough time and compassion and self-love to, to get there. Awesome. This is happening for you, not to you. Exactly. Yes. I love that. 
Oh, well, you're so amazing. I'm so glad we got to connect. Thanks for hanging out with me. And um, yeah, have an awesome day. Have, have so much fun in Italy coming up. And um, we'll, yeah, we'll hang out real soon. I can tell you're so excited to go. <laughs> yeah, thanks so. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait to hang out with you soon. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. I absolutely love that interview with Isabella. She is such a, a light and making such a big impact in the world. I hope you pick up her book, Hashimoto's Protocol. I keep it in my office. I'm using it on a daily basis to refer to with my Hashimoto's patients. And it's just a wealth, such a wealth of information and knowledge that she has put into this resource for you. So definitely take that opportunity and pick it up and spread this word with all your friends, with your family, with anyone you know dealing with this issue. And there's so much relief that is available by empowering yourself and doing the work. So I love you guys. Have a great rest of your week and we'll talk soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dr. Low Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And for more after the show, you can head over to drlowshow.com where you can find the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to the show and share with all your friends. And please head over to iTunes and leave the show a five-star review and leave a comment. I read each and every one and they warm my heart. Thank you so much again for joining us. I promise to keep bringing you fun, inspiring, empowering content. Until next time, lots of love, and I'll talk to you soon. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. This is your wallet. I've got my hands full with your credit card's ID and that Froyo loyalty card. So I was thrilled to learn about the new digital wallet in the Giant Eagle app. It'll let you store, manage, and spend all your gift cards right from your phone. E-gift cards you buy from Giant Eagle and Getco will load automatically. And you can even transfer plastic gift cards there, too. Download the Giant Eagle app and start using the digital wallet today. Visit GiantEagle.com backslash wallet for details.